Hello and welcome to the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. I'm Siobhan Booth and I am your host. This podcast is for anyone with an interest in mental health, overcoming anxiety and building confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Um, Coming to you from the UK, so we are officially on lockdown now. So we are not really allowed to go out except for one lot of exercise a day. And yeah, it's a really weird situation that we're finding ourselves in. So um, it'd be useful to know where in the world you're all listening to this from, because I know that different countries are approaching their response to the coronavirus differently. Uh, But yeah, here in the UK, things are just a little bit weird and a little bit scary. So to follow on the theme from last week... Um, I wanted to share some more tips really about how to keep on top of your mental health, even if you're in isolation, um, because it can be really scary, particularly if you already struggle with things like anxiety and depression. Spending that much time on your own can be quite scary because it gives your brain time to run away with you, to do all the things that uh, we generally try and help people stop their brain from doing. So the tips I'm going to share with you today are different to last week, um, but they're very much aimed at really helping you keep on top of your mental health and make sure that if you're in isolation, if you're completely on your own, um, you've got some things that you can do that will actually help in some way. So my tips, um, I'm going to say how to stay sane during the isolation period, but I think that's probably a bit... Um, glib to be honest because who knows how long this is going to last for and who knows really what kind of effect it's going to have on people so it's not really about staying sane it's more about making sure that you personally can have the best experience that you can and can stay on top of any issues that crop up so I'm going to give you a few tips Um, the first one and I'm actually going to say this first because I think in a way it's the most important one And I've chosen this tip based on things that I've seen online and conversations I've had with people as well. So my first tip is to make sure you don't compare the problems that you're having, thanks to the coronavirus, to other people. In particular, be very careful of that mindset where you think everybody else has it easier than you. It's very easy to think, oh, well, it's easy for everybody else. And that can be a really, really negative mindset. It can cause a lot of upset. It can cause you a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress. And the reality is that you can't really compare your problems to somebody else because every single person who is involved in this uh, coronavirus, which is pretty much the whole world now, has experienced this differently. So everybody has their own unique set of problems. Now, what I'm seeing a lot online, um, particularly with things that have come out recently about how the government is going to be supporting different people, is a lot of people saying, oh, well, it's all right for employed people because they just get their wages covered. Oh, it's okay for people with businesses because they just get grants. Oh, it's okay for self-employed people because now they're just being given a lump sum every month. It's okay for retired people because they don't have to worry about their income. It's very easy to have that mindset. Oh, it's okay for everybody else, but I'm the only one that's struggling here. And unfortunately, that doesn't help us at all. And it can make everything a lot worse because we then build up this idea in our minds that we're worse off than other people and that things are unfair. 
And feelings of unfairness can lead to a lot of stress, anxiety, frustration, even some anger as well. The unfortunate reality is, having spoken to a lot of different people, is that even if you're employed, your job's not necessarily safe, your income isn't necessarily safe, and there are things that are going on which are actually making things very difficult for employed people. For business owners, I can tell you with absolute confidence this is one of the most scary situations they will have ever been in their lives. And yes, there's support out there, but it's not necessarily easy to access and it doesn't necessarily cover everything that it needs to cover. For people who are self-employed, they have to wait a long time to get the money that is now being offered to them. And it very much depends on their past performance. So if they were having a good year this year, then that doesn't make any difference whatsoever to the help they can get. In terms of retired people, a lot of retirement funds are based on stocks and shares, uh, which are very much suffering at the moment. So it really is everybody is having problems with this and everybody has unique problems with this. So it's very important not to see other people's problems as less important than yours and your problems as overly important. By skewing things in your mind this way, you're kind of heading into this like poor me mindset and I'm a victim of the coronavirus mindset, which doesn't necessarily help us. Everybody's struggling, everybody's having problems. So the challenge here is to think about how you can mitigate the effects. And the really key thing is, so don't compare your problems to others, but also focus on solutions, not problems. It's not up to anybody else to find solutions to your problems. So have a think about what you can do. It might be that you're very limited, but have a think about what you can do in order to make your life bearable for the next few weeks and to get through whatever it is you have to get through. So that's a really important one. When we talk about cognitive distortions, this is called maximising or minimising. And we do it quite a lot. It's quite a natural thing. So maximising other people's successes is something that we often do and minimise our own. But then on the flip side, we often minimise other people's problems and maximise our own. So this can be a really bad thinking trap that a lot of people can fall into. And based on what I've seen online and the conversations that I've had with people, it's one that a lot of people are falling into and it's making them a lot more stressed than they need to be. So ignore everybody else, focus on yourself and focus on what solutions you can come up with to the issues that you're facing because of the coronavirus. My second tip is to try and keep some sort of a routine. Now for everybody, again, everybody's different. We've literally just talked about that. So everybody is affected in different ways by the coronavirus in terms of their normal routine. So there's a lot of people who have just been sent home and they don't really have anything to do. There's a lot of people who are working from home. Um, There's a lot of people like myself who are trying to keep a business going um, and so kind of working whenever it's necessary to work. So try and keep some sort of a routine. It'll help your mental health stay in a much more positive and controlled place. And what I mean by that is get up at roughly the same times. So sensible times in the morning that you would normally get up for work. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to stick to this absolutely rigidly, but just keep it sensible. Try and set aside time for like useful things, whether that be things around the house or things to do with work. And make sure you set aside time for relaxation as well. By keeping some sort of routine, it keeps our body 
in a more of a comfortable place. We we love routine. Humans love routine. Even if we think we don't like routine, humans absolutely love routine. It's a behavioural science constant that we know. And when you're not in a routine or when your routine is disrupted, that can often cause a lot of the stress response that we associate with anxiety. So it's really important in these bizarre, uncertain, really scary times that we keep some sort of routine. And it really doesn't matter what that is. Those of us that have animals are particularly lucky, extremely lucky, that we have those animals to keep us in some sort of routine because the dog still needs walking. I have a horse, he still needs seeing too. It makes you get up and do things. So have a think about how you can include some sort of routine into your life even if it's around hobbies and things you enjoy doing. So for example, I know a lot of people who dance. They keep up things like Freestyle Fridays and post videos about it and things. So there's little things you can do about that to just keep you on some sort of routine. My next tip is to make as much use of the outdoors as you possibly can. I mean, this is a massive challenge and for people who are isolating in apartments or flats, I mean, this this is gonna be really difficult for you. Now, the UK advice at the moment is that you can go outside and exercise once a day. Um, And I would strongly advise that you make use of that or make the best possible use of that as you can. So it helps at the moment, down in the south here, we're having quite nice weather. But I would strongly recommend that even if the weather's not very good, if it's raining or if it's cold, you still find a way to get outside at least once a day. This is so important for our happiness, for our health even, making sure that we produce enough vitamin D even. It's really important that you are able to get outside whenever you can. And when you're outside, I would strongly recommend taking some time to really appreciate nature. It's so easy to take it for granted. And especially even someone like me, I spend a lot of time in the countryside. And it's so easy to forget how lucky you are to be able to experience that. So whether you're appreciating the nature in the local park, whether you're lucky enough to have access to large amounts of outdoor area, it really doesn't matter. Even if you appreciate nature in your garden, that's absolutely fine. But really take that time to have a look round and really think about what nature is, what it looks like, how it makes you feel. Silly things, it might seem silly, but just becoming much more aware of nature and how much we appreciate it. It's almost like a mindfulness exercise, and you probably could argue that that really is a mindfulness exercise. And actually an amazing mindfulness exercise is to go through each of the senses. So whilst you're out and about, you can have a look round and you can appreciate what you can see, appreciate what you can smell, appreciate what you can hear, appreciate what you can feel and appreciate what you can taste as well. So that's not necessarily putting random things into your mouth, which is a bad idea. But even being outside, sometimes you can get a taste in your mouth of just the there's smells around really, smell and taste is quite quite closely linked. But just going through each of those senses is a really good mindfulness technique, just to make sure that you're actually being aware of what's around you. In a strange way, this pandemic has given us an opportunity to really slow our lives down and really take stock of what's important to us. And it's widely known that being outside, being amongst nature is really beneficial for mental health. So it's a really good opportunity to 
Make the most of that time that you have to exercise outside once a day. Make the most of any garden you have. If you live in an apartment and you have a balcony, then that's amazing too. You can use that. If it so happens that you live in a flat and you don't have access to outside space, and for whatever reason you can't go out once a day, then I would strongly recommend you have a think about the views that you can see and really consider them in a different way. Now, my next tip, um, and this is actually quite an important one. I would be very wary of using any kind of substance to keep you going. One of the things that's really surprised me is that, firstly, um, off licenses are considered essential. And secondly, that with all the panic buying going on, the um, supermarket shelves of beer and wine and various other things are almost empty. Um, And I I do understand. I do understand the temptation to um, make the most of it and see it as a bit of a jolly. But I would be very, very careful about overusing things like alcohol. The problem with alcohol in particular is it actually increases anxiety and depression. So although it might be fun at the time, what a lot of people can find is the next day they feel far more stressed and anxious than they would have done in the first place. So if you're already stressed and anxious about a pandemic, then adding alcohol into the situation really unfortunately is going to make things worse. So what I would suggest is that you stick to what you considered appropriate before the pandemic. So if you enjoyed a few drinks on a Saturday night um, with friends, then feel free to continue the same patterns that you did before. Really, the key thing is not to go to excess and obviously stick within the government guidelines, um, whichever's less, really. My final tip is to stay connected to people wherever you can. And this is going to be particularly important if you happen to be isolating on your own. For those of us with partners, um, it can be a double-edged sword. Obviously, it's great to have the um, <laughs> it's great to have the company, and it's great to have somebody there. Um, but obviously, it's, it's harder to get your own space as well. So, particularly if you're on your own, but even if you're isolating with somebody, try and stay connected to other people as much as you possibly can. The great thing is nowadays is that modern technology. It gives us so many opportunities to stay connected with people. Um, So even just through Messenger, obviously these aren't as good as meeting up with people face to face, but we're in the situation where we're being asked not to in order to stop this pandemic from spreading. So the obvious solution is to use virtual. So there's loads of cool apps out there now. Um, I think there's one called House Party where you can essentially video call with your friends and have a little virtual house party. Make use of these things, have fun with them. It's so important to stay connected where you can. We still have use of phones. We still have use of video messaging, uh, voice messaging. There's loads of options out there. Check in with friends, check in with family. Make sure everyone's got what they need. Make sure you're talking about how this feels. Make sure you're supporting each other and allowing people to talk about how it feels. Don't try and solve things for people, but absolutely discuss how it's affecting you, how you plan to deal with it, things like that. But try your hardest to stay connected to people wherever you can. So those are a few of my tips for how to stay on top of your mental health whilst you're in isolation. If you have any other suggestions or you'd like to share any of your experiences with me, then feel free to do that. All of my contact details are on my website, which is www.anxiety2confidence.com. There is also on my website the opportunity still 
to join in with my 28-day positivity challenge. This is currently free um, and will remain free for the time that we are dealing with this pandemic. Um, So make sure you join that and you have a go at it because it's a really good way of guiding you through finding the positives in these utterly bizarre, unprecedented and really quite unsettling uh, situation that we're in. So I do hope you'll make use of that and that you come and join us. There's also a Facebook group, which is just called Anxiety to Confidence, um, where we're also sharing our positives and sharing things that are happening to us and things like that. So come and join in with that too and create some connection. So I will talk to you again next week. Um, I haven't decided what the topic will be yet because the coronavirus has kind of changed up everything that I was originally planning to talk about. So if there's anything in particular that you would like support with, then please do let me know. And if it can be a good topic that will benefit lots of people, then I'll make sure that we can get it in there. But until next week, make sure you stay safe. Make sure you wash your hands regularly. Make sure you stay at home. Make sure you go out once a day for your exercise. And whilst you are out, make sure you're staying at least two metres apart from everybody else. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Anxiety to Confidence podcast. You can find more information and my extensive blog at www.anxietytoconfidence.com. That's the number two, anxietytoconfidence.com.